Hello and welcome to the Secret Lady Biz podcast. I'm obsessed with leadership in all its forms and particularly what it means to be a female leader. So join me, Kristen, as I interview and find out more about the unique journeys of some amazing women in leadership. Hello and welcome back to the Secret Lady Biz podcast. I have yet another amazing, incredible, brilliant, all the superlatives for you today, lady in biz here in the Great Southern. I have Ree from Breadco. She is the owner, founder, managing director of one of the most incredible bakeries in town. So welcome, Ree. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's really wonderful. You ready to go? Yes. Yeah. So Ree, would you mind starting off by letting the listeners know how you got to where you are now? Just some highlights of your journey, teachable moments, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, well, we got to our shop where we are now. We started way back four and a half years ago in the markets. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very lucky to, uh, I suppose, initially we started baking one night a week at Lime 303 mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then we were going to the markets and then we started renting a shed at the Albany Business Centre mm-hmm. and um, fitted that out as our bakery and then um, baked there for a bit over three years, mm-hmm. yeah, about three years and um, and then just started wholesale and then kept going at the markets and then eventually the right space came became available and then fitted that out and then moved into our beautiful bakery that we have now. Fantastic. So how long have you been there? No. Um, since the end of September. So what's that? Eight, eight months? Oh, wow. Seven okay. Months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So fairly new. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. And can you tell us, uh, for those who have not yet been to Breadco, uh, your bakery has got, or the, the back area is slightly different from normal bakeries. Yeah, so at Breadco, we only make sourdough bread. Um, we have a really, we have a 32-year-old starter mm-hmm. um, and then we mill our own flour. So we have a big mill there from Austria and we started, we've always milled our own flour. We used to have a little Italian mill and then we purchased this um, uh, and have been using grain and originally we used grain from Condinen mm-hmm. um, and now we get all of our grain from Kendanup. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's local, yeah. Um, and Penny and Dale are friends of ours mm-hmm. um, and also brilliant farmers and they're regen farmers. So we have a brilliant relationship with them and they work really hard and they to grow out different grains for us and they're working on sort of like a growth program where we can have ancient grains Mm -hmm. and seeing what works and at the moment um they have incredibly big worm farm and all the worm castings and things that we don't use in the bakery go back on those yeah so um what what we our commitment to sort of local produce and keeping everything as close as we can and knowing what's local and knowing where the food comes from is really important. Yeah. So having that relationship with Penny and Dal and being able to go there and see everything is is what our bakery is about. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm I'm really loving the sustainability theme 
that's mm. going on in in the region we have so much here and so much to offer yeah you know, why extend that carbon footprint there's there's really really no need to do it um yeah. and especially i suppose it became more apparent during covid mm. but we, that's sort of been the basis like the premise of Breadco from the beginning and it just started like it might have been one thing and going to the markets it was really obvious you know we had that connection to all the farmers there yeah and then you could um extend things further mm -hmm. you know with your grain and then you know where else like dig a bit deeper yeah what else can you do you yeah. know like even our cups that we have in our for our coffee um we had a local potter make those like just things like that you know yeah. you don't have to get online and order things you know to come from sydney you can you wait a bit longer yeah. sure but you know those things are staying like really local and you, you it's it's good it's good for your economy it's good for local growth yeah that's what you want and that's that's what Breadco. that's what we're about that's what we want because we want people in our shop. Yeah, <laughs> we want, absolutely. You know, that's, yeah. that's, what yeah. it's, that's what it's about. Yeah. And you mentioned you still do the wholesale. We do. Yeah, we still do the wholesale. Yeah. So we deliver um, to Denmark mm -hmm. and um, and in Albany. Yeah. And, yeah, we deliver over to Denmark twice a week, Wednesday mm -hmm. and Friday, mm -hmm. and then in Albany um, most days. Yeah. Yeah, so restaurants, APEG, you know, things like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Wonderful. And uh, what would you say has been your greatest professional achievement to date? Um, staying in business for four and a half years. <laughs> that's a it's, this is a big achievement. I think yeah. the growth is mm -hmm. really important. Um, like seeing the growth of Breadco, we, when we first went to market, I think we went with 40 loads mm -hmm. and, you know, because that was, you know, we really couldn't, maybe we could bake a few more, like 80 or something, but then we got a bigger oven and, um, and I think during COVID one day we, like, you know, we push out like 700 loaves and things like that, you know, like big yeah. things like yeah. we do and you see it grow, that, that growth, and mm -hmm. now we have 16 staff, so that, that's big for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think those achievements are really good and yeah. just being able to keep the staff and, like maintain that, like the relationships with them mm -hmm. and find a find a place for everyone, yeah. you know, and a role that is important. You yeah. know, that's Sam and I have been in hospitality for a long time mm -hmm. and in good places and not so good places. And yeah. I think well, I think we focused on when we knew we'd be hiring how we were going to um, achieve a good culture in yeah. the bakery. Yeah. And that's something we're still working on. But like in eight months, you know, we've managed to achieve this, the culture. We're working towards the culture that we want for yeah. that. Yeah. So that's really important. That's a really big achievement for us. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Yeah, from from baking one night a week and going to the markets to having a successful bakery. Seven days a week. Yeah, seven <laughs> days a week with 16 staff in one of the prime locations mm. of Albany in, in only four years is mm. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, so. that's really something to be proud of. And Ray, tell me if you could write a book on anything, what would it be? The importance of keeping things local. Like I'm very passionate about it, and like, yeah. I, yeah. 
I can go off on a tangent about it forever <laughs> because I do think, I think people don't know the importance of like just keeping, like spending your dollar locally. Absolutely, keeping that ecosystem going. Yeah, yeah. and I think sometimes I might, I think that that would be where I would head Yeah, somewhere like down that line. and Put your passion into words. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, like I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fantastic. And that's, I mean, that needs to be the basis of yeah. of a book because a book is usually mm. a passion project you, unless you're very well known. You don't really get books commissioned. So you yeah. need to start off from a place of passion. That or wine, you know. That, <laughs> <laughs> that oh, could yes. be my other passion. <laughs> Definitely some wineries worth putting in a book from down here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, given that we just mentioned that you run a seven-day-a-week bakery, mm-hmm. um, when you get the time, what do you like to do for fun or relaxation? Um, well, I do have a beautiful six-year-old boy, so I do spend a bit of time with him, But um, so that's nice. And, mm-hmm. uh, but we like to head up to Perth as much as we can because yeah. I'm going to see my family and stuff up mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But um, yep. eat food, love food, yep. so go out and eat. <laughs> um, bad 90s movie <laughs> <laughs> on my own, <laughs> something like that. But, no, just, like, really, it's we just love to go out and eat. Yep. So if we can go up to Perth and eat, go down here, just hanging out with friends yep. when we get the time when we're both off yep. is really what it's like. That's what it is for me. I love having people over for dinner, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that is super fun. Yeah, I just love to entertain. Just entertain, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and hosting at home. Yeah, and yeah. to have people in. I love a full house. I'm yeah. from a big family, so yeah. when the house is full, I'm quite happy. Fantastic. Yeah. So that's it. Excellent, excellent. So now we'll head on to the business advice mm-hmm. uh, area, and I'd like to find out. Um, a bit of your perspective of um, what it means to be a business owner to you and why did you become an entrepreneur in the first place? Honestly, mm. I think we both were sick of working for someone else. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it became apparent we like we both love our industry, yeah. but we were never going to get far working for someone else. Yeah. You know, there's there's this, you tap out at some level and then that's it. You know, yeah. you can get there and then that was sort of it for us. And there was a gap in the market down here for yeah. something, like, amazing and we both loved it. And it was, an, it was a happy accident that we started making sourdough at home. It was just that was what we did, were doing. Yeah. Um, and then the, it just sort of opened up naturally mm-hmm. and everything fell into place. Yeah. And it was hard because financially we were a bit behind yeah. and that's what we were we were wanting to get ahead but you know push through and then like but it was the gap was there yeah. and that's what we wanted we wanted to you, you don't want to create something that's already there you want something different yeah. so that was what it was. That's why we did it. Fantastic. So that freedom and independence of, of scheduling your own time as yeah. well as holding on to the profits from your hard work. Yeah. And just the freedom to create what, like, you wanted. Like, we're both quite creative mm. and just, you know, being able to use what we wanted and, you know, just that going back to that same thing of seeing those amazing products that are around and, 
you know, utilising, you know, everything seasonally and, like, just not, just staying within that and, you know, that's that's super important. So that's what we wanted. Fantastic. (laughs) Excellent. And, Ree, what or who has been your greatest influence in business and why? Um, I suppose in my life I've had a lot of strong women around me, Mm -hmm. um, strong, hardworking women, and um, without knowing it, that's sort of been the the drive, you Mm -hmm. know, even like consistently working, hardworking, um, always achieving at what whatever they want like whatever they wanted to do mm-hmm. not in business but just what they wanted to do yeah and I think that that was probably probably it for me like I wanted that I wanted my children to see me like that yeah. and I wanted I wanted that for myself yeah and I suppose I took an interest in a different direction to what they had but I like that that drive for me is like it's it's never ending. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. I wish it wasn't. There. <laughs> it's always yeah, ambition is sometimes there. a big burden to carry, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's always there. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Instilling mm. that work ethic. Mm. Mm. And I really liked how you said there that that's the role that you want to your child or children to see you in. Absolutely. And and passing that on and and achieving your goals. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah, my, my parents are really hard workers and I've, I've got a, as I said before, I'm from a big family and they're all very hard workers and it's just, it's so important. Yeah, me. yeah. Fantastic. And what advice have you received in business that you wish to pass on to the listeners or the absolute worst that you want to warn us all against? The best advice mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. was when we were starting out. And it's probably quite obvious, but I feel like it was the greatest thing that I ever got told. Yeah. Um, was just go and get your branding done properly and yeah. pay for it. Yeah. And so we did. And I feel like I've never worried since. Yeah. And just just get it done and don't try and do anything yourself. Yeah. And just be done with it yeah fantastic. and I feel like that you know we got a lot of business advice mm-hmm. being at the business center and well, we reached out to them before we got there and those sort of key bits of information that you just don't know when you're starting yeah that was I was like is it, is it, it's important but is it <laughs> is it that important and now yeah we still have the same brand yeah it's perfect yeah couldn't be happier fantastic thanks Tim Waters and <laughs> um but it's and we love it yeah it's perfect it's yeah what we wanted. excellent i i really feel like there is such a gold mine there on chester pass road that not everybody in albany or the great southern takes advantage of the business the, the business center oh, yeah they are incredible. absolutely incredible yeah uh, another per- like yeah richard keeler yes he's isn't he just probably Brenco's biggest mentor yeah we ever if we were ever a bit lost yeah we just call him yeah because he's so good with advice and from the beginning he's just been so helpful to us yeah love him yes I'm I'm in the Richard Keeler fan club as well yeah 
uh, and, a, and a few other. Between him and Vicky Brown. Who's, yes, uh, yeah, yes. I have met Vicky. Yeah, yeah. She's a fantastic but woman as well. Between, yeah, we were so lucky when yeah. we started there to have the two of them. Yeah, yeah, giving advice. Fantastic. And that that is really good advice is know your brand and that get it done properly. Know it and know what you're working towards. Yeah. And I, I think that's it. It's probably pretty basic, but that was what we were. No, excellent, excellent advice. Because there will be, there'll be. Hopefully, there's people sitting out listening to this. But hopefully, you know, <laughs> people sitting listening who are in a position you were in four years ago, thinking, mm. you know, I've got this fantastic product that I want to pass on, and and I'm doing this great work. Um, and what do I need to do? What do I need to focus on? Mm. Um, yeah, small business center. If anyone else is out there, they are a phenomenal place to start. They are, and they'll give you some great advice, like Rhys just passed on there. And tell me, what has been the most effective marketing initiative or program that you've used to promote your business? That? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we, we don't. The main marketing that we do is just through our socials. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, but early, yeah, that would be it, really. Yeah. We don't use a lot of other marketing tools not really have you found um because this is a recurring theme have you found that word of mouth has worked really well for you actually yes yeah it is so important which Mm. is why it's so important for me to train my staff correctly yeah and like not everything's going to be perfect obviously Mm. things have bad days that's what happens and things aren't always right but it's it's important you know to have the girls and guys out the front or the, yeah. you know just to be brand ambassadors brand ambassadors mm. for it and I think what's been important is just the transparency that we have yeah like that's always been high yeah like for me on to be with customers you know yeah. if things are wrong they're wrong like it's a live product we're working with like yeah. you know a starter and Saldo some weeks it's high and then something will happen, humidity, whatever, and then it's flat. Yeah. And so you, you can't hide it. Yeah. You can't do anything about it. They ferment for a long time, you know, mm-hmm. you can't. And so you just you just have to be really transparent and that's all it is. Yeah. And I think um, when you are like that, people, they might not like it, but they know, then they know that that's how you are. That's right. And then they come in for the honesty yeah. because you're not going to get any shit. Like you, there's yeah. no, they know what, they just know what they're coming into. Yeah. There's no lies in the shop. It is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I think is important. Very much so. Yeah. I, I like that concept of uh, transparency and, and honesty. Put your cards on the table. Mm. This is what the reality of it is. Mm. And then that allows people to have the choice. Mm. So you're not bagging bread. Mm. that is not the same size as it was last week, for instance, and just hoping they don't notice. Mm. It's like, well, this is what's happened. This is, you know, it's the same product. It just doesn't look the same. It's still going to great, taste great or whatever it is. Yeah. And then they have the choice instead of coming back angry that they feel like they're being misled. Yeah. And um, all the work that you've done from your reputation and your branding starts going downhill yeah they feel that way i also really really like the fact that you brought up the transparency because for anyone who hasn't been into the shop um when you're standing 
inside, you can actually see that magnificent milling machine because there is literal transparency in so much <laughs> as the fact that it's behind glass and you can stand and see what's going on behind the scenes in the bakery, uh, not just at the shop front. So I really like that concept as well. That is that is a hard concept. Yeah. yeah. And it was a big one to make. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad we did it. And yeah. it, you know, it holds people accountable not to be hiding behind things and not that, you know, but you do have to be... Yeah like aware obviously you want to show something like that off but you you know you everyone's an ambassador then not just yeah. the people out the front you know you, and that's that's what we want yeah and people to see what's going on in there yeah that's right <laughs> well and also you know just having a, a semi-industrial sized machine like that is mm. really interesting when you're standing waiting for the coffee or mm. you know if you've got kids to entertain so just picking them up and showing them the yeah. machine it's it's not something that people would necessarily get to see yeah so it's really lovely to put that on display as well yeah we're having a school group through actually oh really yeah hopefully oh, fantastic yeah. so that's like that's the sort of stuff that yeah it's exciting for us to run be able to do that sort of stuff because yeah. So many people just don't know where it comes from. No, absolutely not. Yeah, there's mm. that, um, that I think it's a meme or meme that goes around the internet of asking school children where milk comes from. <laughs> they say the fridge <laughs> in the shops. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, and what do you think is one thing that you've learned as a small business owner that has served you well over these years? Oh, so much. Um <laughs> Patience, mm -hmm. lots of patience, um, like all in good time yep. it comes. Yeah. Um, I'm like very ready all the time for the next thing. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes you do just have to wait. Mm -hmm. Sam is far more patient and and that's good because yeah. it's a good balance for, for that. Yeah. So patience is something that I've definitely cool like just cool my heels a bit yeah but also um sometimes just to go for it yeah go for the next thing and just do it yeah and I think probably comparison mm -hmm. um is a big one because even even when you can be totally happy for some like someone and all of the things it's it's a really hard thing not to compare mm -hmm. and I think the likes of social media make things like that hard yeah but being totally content and knowing your vision and where you're headed. Yeah. Um, just sitting in that and, you know, going, going with that yeah. is something, you know, I think that's ever like, you know, always learning that because yeah. people just naturally, that's naturally, you just compare things, mm. but just that's a big one. Yeah. I think, because yeah. especially when you're have a young business, mm -hmm. It's you feel quite like in the first couple of years, you're always comparing and you're like, oh, what's happening? And, um, but I think that was a big one to learn. Yeah, not to. That's very good. And advice. just be really confident in your product. Yeah. You know, that's, and it's yours and just own it. And yeah. if people don't like it, then they don't like it. Yeah, and absolutely. That's fine. There will always be another customer. Yeah, and enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Instead of looking over the fence, seeing what everyone else is doing. That's it. Yeah. It's the grass is green when you water it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good one. And 
Are there any resources or tools that you'd like to share with other small business owners that have helped you in running your business? Um, well, for my mental health mm-hmm. and for <laughs> of the social media, which I can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the planning tools, things yeah. like that. Is that yeah. sort of what we're, is that what you're looking at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those things. I'm just starting to use Deputy. Okay, yeah. That's something that um, Kate got me on, well, got, um, got me on to. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Do you have, do you outsource your accounting? Or oh, absolutely. Your, do you have a personal assistant? I'm an excellent outsourcer. <laughs> Fantastic. Excellent. I'm an excellent delegator. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I have an accountant and I have a bookkeeper mm-hmm. and I don't even do my socials anymore. Mm-hmm. One of my staff is very good at it. Mm-hmm. So I pay her a, a, every week and mm-hmm. then she does that because she enjoys it um, because it was just it's a lot on top of running the back end of the business yes. and extra growth and things like that yeah so um i do that i also yeah like i think it's important um the more you can things that don't you don't have to do yes. and people uh, want to do mm-hmm. i think it's good because the more you work on your business it's yes. better Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Outsourcing things to use other people's strengths, I think, is one of the biggest keys mm. in in such a time-poor economy is don't take it all on yourself. Find someone else who has that passion, has that strength. Like you've obviously sourced someone within your staff who oh. is great on social media and the marketing and yeah. um, that side of thing as well as, you know, being serving within the business. Yeah. Um, and, and that obviously gives her a spark too. Or... Yeah. We've just, um, like, I have, a like, a shop manager as well, like, event, she's in training at the moment. So mm-hmm. those things are really with what we're, within the first year, we have one out the back and one out the front just mm-hmm. to manage because Sam and I can't, obviously we're not always there, but also that's not, we, that won't be our role. Yeah. You know, we have other things and it's important for them to not go straight to us to yes. go to someone else yeah because there's there's so much so many parts of that business yeah. and it just can't we can't just be there no. and doing those things and you someone else That's right. needs to have those so i don't do any of the ordering anymore she does and it's good like people yeah. get to it's good to upskill people as well and Very they have other so. things and yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's where we started off was for you and Sam. You felt like you got to a certain point in your careers where there was no hire. So by not completing that circle necessarily and actually empowering your employees to go higher and, and better and further, you're you're not sort of stifling where they could be in their careers. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you want. You just want to um, push your staff mm. as far as they can go mm. and hopefully they become better than you and do yeah. something else. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you want. That is. That's the goal, isn't it? And tell me, what are you celebrating right now? Can you share a recent win with us so that we can all be really happy for you? Yes, I can. I've been asked to do a little project. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty exciting uh, or to do 
with some like region stuff that I'm pretty excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm working on that at the moment and I'm like really looking forward to it. Fantastic. Just to engage some um, like farmers and things like that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. see how that goes. So it'll be a lengthy process but um really looking forward to it fantastic excellent and now i know we've spoken quite a bit about it but i really like this part this is the plug for your business and your organization so we're going to go hard (laughs) on this one because it's worth it so tell us about your business um specifically the the products that you sell your target audiences Mm -hmm. those sorts of things Mm -hmm. we are a sourdough bakery Mm -hmm. who we also specialize in um pastries Mm -hmm. um and our target audience is anyone who really likes butter (laughs) 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 and very good bread um but no our bread is as i said all sourdough and our we mill up to 65 percent of our own wheat Mm -hmm. and our our own grain rather and then um flour what am i talking about and then it's really specialised in that. It's very good for you. Um, and the long fermentation time is particularly good for your gut. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyone who loves good bread mm-hmm. and good bread that's good for you with very fresh flour and a long fermentation, I'd say it's for you, Yeah, which is probably everyone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> needs to be everyone. Everybody needs to try something from Bread Co. And very good sandwiches and especially good sausage rolls <laughs> they are they're absolutely excellent and you don't have necessarily traditional or mainstream flavors either can you run us through some of the incredible pie and sausage roll flavors that you have uh, yeah we keep them pretty like we keep a low level like sort of menu um mm. and uh change them up quite regularly because that's just better for us yeah. um but at the moment with the sausage rolls we've got the um szechuan chili chicken wow um which is may from culture kitchen it's her szechuan chili so Mm -hmm. that's amazing they make that for us and then um we've got the market vegetable which we've had for years which we used to take to the markets and it was all their veggies and it still is so it's potatoes and beautiful greens and whatever seasonal and then it has some seeds like pepitas and sunflower seeds through it it's Mm -hmm. amazing and then just last week we've got a new sausage roll on which is the Char Siu Paul, that's probably my favourite, to yeah. be honest, is <laughs> very good. Um, and then at the moment, the pies we have, um, I put an esca chicken, mm-hmm. so that's like a tomato um, with um, capsicums from um, uh, Stephen Piazzan and beautiful, like beautiful tomato sauce, really, that's just delicious. And then... We have a, just a plain mushroom pie, which mm-hmm. is so amazing, great for vegetarians. <laughs> like yeah. it's really good, no steak in there. And and then we have a uh, beef and red wine, beef cheek and red wine, and that's all we've got. Like that's we just yeah. sort of keep it to three or four pies. Yeah. Oh, we have a beef mince as well because kids love that one. Yeah. <laughs> and what was what was the inspiration for the pastries because they're quite french influenced it's very flaky it's um again just that gap in the market yeah. i think and just making them like it's all made in how like mm. we make it all by hand yeah and i think 
that for us is um like that's what we wanted we want to make it there yeah in-house every day yeah um fresh and like those flavors change you know obviously we have the standards like almond croissant chocolate croissant those sort of things but we do a lot of um fruit like seasonal fruit yeah um danishes i've got one coming out this weekend actually which is a those of you who are listening that have been <laughs> around Redco for a while, we used to do a beautiful um, knot called a strawberry gum knot. So mm-hmm. it was made with strawberry gum. It had white chocolate on the inside and it was knotted. Wow. And we took it off. There was much trouble. Yeah. But we're bringing it back this weekend, but it has white chocolate on the inside and it has fennel flower sugar on okay. the outside because there's amazing fennel flowers around. So that is coming out this weekend, I think. And it's like just those sort of things because... Sam is so creative and he can't, he can't stop. Yeah. You know, he finds something and then just makes beautiful things with them. It's very clever. Yeah. Wonderful. And do you have any new projects? You said that you're working Mm. on one at the moment, but Mm. do you have any other projects in the business that you're excited about? Yes. We're very, uh, very, very excited at the moment. We're working on um, pasta. Mm Mm-hmm which is very exciting, and we're working on a family, like, dinner menu. Oh, wow. Um, so which will just be, like, take home. So yeah. we're getting a fridge in the new front, in the front section, mm-hmm. like an open fridge, and it will have meals like lasagna, but all of the meals will include something from our flour. So yeah. we'll have... Um, you know, lasagnas or whatever, and they just take home meals and then there'll be just a wider selection there and then we're going to do dried pasta as well. So we did a taste uh, test of that this week um, and then we had staff lunch and it was amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but so that's the first trial done, so yeah. we'll do a few more. And so really good, like really happy with that. Amazing. It's beautiful shelf life on those. So yeah. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I look forward to seeing that. Wonderful. And Re, what is your number one business goal that you plan to accomplish in the next year? People often ask us, like, because we make our own pickles that go in the sandwiches, mm-hmm. um, our own, we make our tomato sauce, mm-hmm. we make our mustard, things like that, and the sale of our flour. Yeah. We'd like to have all of that stuff ready and on the shelves for sale um, and available. Yeah. And so to have that ready by the start of sort of October is really important for me when... Um, this like high season kicks off yeah yeah um so that sort of is probably the thing i'm working towards at the moment incredible so people can take a piece of bread go home with them yes that lasts a bit longer than just the cinnamon scroll yeah yeah, yeah. fantastic yes yeah, so wonderful that's that's that is what we are working on that yeah. and the fridge space yeah. So, yeah really exciting very very exciting and tell me in true sisterhood style is there another amazing lady in biz that should get a slot on the podcast that you can recommend? Yes, I have been thinking about this actually. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to say Kate, but she already did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would say Lynette from Vic and Balua. Mm-hmm. She definitely has. Yeah. She's had a business a long time. She's a beautiful lady and I would be suggesting her. Or Deris from um, La Botanic. Aha, uh-huh, okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful. I'll come in search of you, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and
then finally, Reed, tell us how can people come and interact with your business and your product and how can they get a hold of you? Um, you can just come in anytime, come and have a chat, come and ask for me. If I'm not out the front, I'm always floating around the back. So you can, um, honestly, I'm available and I really do love a chat. <laughs> so just anytime. Yeah. Or just give me a call. And um, yeah, so that's all. Fantastic. And and how can we find you on the socials? Um, Instagram is uh, Breadco. It's a, so it's B-R-E-D underscore co and on Facebook it's just Breadco and then our website is uh, breadco.com.au. Fantastic. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Had a great deal of fun <laughs> and um, I very much look forward to the next time I'm able to come in and um, sample one of your delicious products. Yes, come in. I'll give you some pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will be very exciting. Thanks so much for your time today. Thank you. See ya. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Secret Lady Biz podcast. I really appreciate if you can subscribe. That would be wonderful. And then you won't miss out on all of the incredible interviews we have coming up with some amazing women around Albany and the great Southern region. In the meantime, keep leading however you can, wherever you are.